Today, I have returning to We Are Not Our Secrets, Colleen. Colleen told us about NPE, non-parental event or non-parental experience. Many of my guests who come on are so uh, brave to share their stories, and they do so because it will help others. Often, we all say that we felt alone in our experiences. So by us all talking, we are here to help others. And Colleen is no different. And I appreciate her so much. Hi, Colleen. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Joyce? Wonderful. Last two episodes, you told us about from beginning to end, when you were a child, your suspicions, what was all going on in your family. Thank you for sharing all of that with us. It's not easy. And then in mm -hmm. part two, you continued to tell us uh, the meat and bones of it. I mean, we really got into how you really had evidence that your biological father was not in your life and the man who raised you as your dad was not your biological father, but you didn't find out until you were in your 50s. And this is something that was just mind-blowing for us and you told us so eloquently how you had gone through the different emotions and you told us about a group that is on Facebook. Can you share that again for those who are NPE? Uh, yes, yes I can. So uh, there is a, a group on Facebook and the, the best way to get into that group if you happen to find yourself as an NPE or if you find a family member as an NPE, there are several subgroups of this very secret. It's a very secure group. You can join either as an NPE yourself or like I said, as a family member. The best way to get into this group is to go through the gateway. So if you look up DNA NPE gateway on Facebook, you should find that um, portal. And that basically they allow you into that group they do their vetting, their screening, and then once they figure out which group you belong in, then they move you into either the you know DNA MPE friends group or they put you into the family members and what have you. So um, that is the group on Facebook. Did you want me to give a recap of what I talked about? I will admonish those to go and listen to Colleen parts one and two so they can get the full story so it won't spoil the follow-up. The follow-up may spoil the whole thing, but it is very good. Her story is excellent. She did a great job and she's helping others who are out there. So Colleen, today we are going to get the follow-up. I have been wondering for months how it all went. What happened is Colleen actually got in touch with her biological father, her biological family, and she is going to tell us how that meeting went and how it's going with 
she and her family, and she's going to share whatever else she wants to tell us today. And I'm so excited. Well, thank you. Um, I think you'll find that this is a good story to tell. Um, thankfully, I do have a happy ending with my story, and it's not really an ending. It's just a happy path, so to speak, because it's still ongoing. And it's been really great to get to know my biological father, my dad, and my stepmom, and my brothers to kind of kick it off. My dad and stepmom came for a visit in March of this year, and they were here for almost a week. And we had a great time. The minute they arrived, you know, I was afraid that I was going to burst into tears and be a blubbering mess when I opened the door and saw them standing on my porch and I, I didn't, thankfully, it was very emotional, but I, you know, I kind of kept it together. And so they, uh, they arrived and I opened the door and dad goes, give me a hug. So <laughs> that was, that was the beginning of everything. And it was just, I mean, it, it's a little awkward at first when you first meet someone that you're biologically related to that you don't even really know very well, because again, I only, met him officially last November. So it hasn't even been a full year yet. So you hadn't even seen him in person and no. or anything. No, we we had done some Google Meet, you know, FaceTime type calls. So I've seen him. It's not like I haven't seen him. And okay. it's not like we haven't talked. Yeah. I mean we've talked on the phone. We text each other and we've um, you know, done a lot of Google Meets. In fact, we do tend to do Google Meets pretty much every weekend, uh, just about. And so I do, you know, get to keep in touch with him. I get to know what's going on, you know, in the family and um, going on with him. And so uh, it's been nice. But, you know, the first time actually seeing him in person, touching, you know, being able to hug him and see his face and, you know, be with him was it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. And I could not love them more. I just absolutely love them so much. And it was, it was wonderful. My, my stepmom is an amazing quilter. She has been published in books about quilting. She's won awards for her quilts. She's amazing. And she brought a quilt for me. It's gorgeous oh. that she had made. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it's one of those things you just kind of go, wow, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty, I, I can't express it in, I mean, it's hard to express in words, you yes, know, the I feeling. Yes, I can imagine. What yeah. about, what about dad or your stepmom? Did either of them cry or did they held no. it together? No, and it's funny because dad is pretty emotional. He does tend to get a little more emotional. Um, uh, stepmom, she's not, she's a, she's a good uh, Nebraska farm girl. That's how she was raised. And so she's very practical. She's very, and she's incredibly intelligent. She um, actually, before she started having my, my brothers, she was an air traffic controller. She's, she's really, really very smart. And so. Um, so she has to keep her calm. She's used to. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. She's very even killed. She, she was tra air traffic controller for about five years. Um, before she started having children. And then that's when she stopped and was a stay home mom. But she is incredibly intelligent and uh, she's very logical. And I know she has her emotional moments, but she's very, 
she's much more logical and I totally appreciate that. So it kind of helped me to stay less emotional. Um, you know, it was, it was, it was great. I took them around several different locations around our town and um, around the surrounding area. We have some beautiful parks and gardens and we went to the farmer's market. We have a daily farmer's market and we went there and we had, you know, nice lunches. We went to dinner a couple of times. Um, we went to one of our, my local favorite restaurants and we just talked and we had a good time getting to know each other. Every morning I would come downstairs a little bit before they would get up and I would start to get my, you know, morning routine kind of going. And then dad would come down and we'd sit and I'd make coffee for him and for myself. And then I'd, we just talk and he and I would have about an hour every morning where it's just the two of us getting to know one another, telling stories, you know, and just bonding. And it was, it was, it was special. It was really nice. And then, you know, uh, my stepmom would come down and then we would get ready for the day and we would go do whatever we were doing for that day. And then <laughs> towards the end of the week, we'd been going so much that um, dad was like, can we just, kind of stay around the house today and I said sure we can absolutely do whatever you want you know we can watch a movie we can watch some tv whatever and so I got to introduce them to one of my favorite shows Ted Lasso great show if you've not watched it and so um got them hooked on Ted Lasso um which is kind of funny because um if you know anything at all about Ted Lasso Ted is from Kansas which is where my family's from Ted talks about his childhood the character talks about his childhood which um, the actor Jason Sudeikis, who plays Ted Lasso, is from the same town where my parents live. And um, I'm just going to, yeah, I'm going to say it. He actually went to elementary school with my brother. So um, he's, he's, I think, a year ahead of my brother. And um, they went to, they attended the same art classes or they had the same teacher. And so in one of the episodes, Ted Lasso talks about one of his teachers. And Dad was sitting there, he goes, oh, the boys went to, they had Mrs. Gamlin for art class. I said, really? And he <laughs> said, yep. And, and Ted, you know, the character says that, you know, she wasn't classically beautiful. She was a striking woman. And, and dad says, he's right. She wasn't classically beautiful, but she was a striking woman. <laughs> so wow. it was kind of fun to, you know, bring that all kind of full circle. Jason Sudeikis loves to bring his, um, his personal life into his characters a lot of the time. And so he talked about going to the elementary school and it's exactly the elementary school that my brothers went to. Wow. Yeah. So small yeah. world. <laughs> Very small world. Yeah. And that so, happens to be your favorite show. That's absolutely amazing. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's an amazing show. So yeah. So it was really nice to be able to share that with my, with my dad and stepmom. And she's amazing. My stepmom brought quilt pieces with her to actually hand sew while on this trip that they were on. Because they went to Florida to visit um, her brother, and then they were in another part of the state, another part of my state, to visit their nephew. So um, it wasn't like they came all the way just to see me, although I, I think they were with me longer than they were with anybody else. But um, but yeah, it was it was great. And she brought this, she brought a quilt to you know work on while she was here. And of course, she's not going to carry a you know sewing machine. They don't have room in the car for it, but she she's hand sewed the quilt while she was while she was here yeah that, that's I mean that's the kind of work that she does she's amazing and she was getting phone calls for commission work while they were here that's 
yeah, she's truly amazing. And I really am so thankful and so grateful that I have really great parents. I mean, they really are amazing. So that yeah, is amazing. So, yeah. And so she's a famous quilter, huh? I mean, in some circles, she might be famous. I don't know that, like, you know, if I said her name, nobody would really probably know who she is unless you're very into quilting and, like, know that, you know, community. She's probably more, you know, famous in her, in, like, her region. So people who quilt in that region know who she is. They should know who she is because she's pretty, she's pretty famous. She, I mean, she teaches people. She works, you know, at quilting stores all the time. She gets commissioned to do quilts left and right and she'll she's done a she did an entire quilt out of a gentleman's um work jeans he, he had retired and he'd had all these jeans that he used to wear for work and so he wanted to see if a quilt could be made out of his work clothes and she did it she's, yeah she's yeah she's really she's really good I, Go I have a memory of my grandmother and mom making quilts mm -hmm. And yeah. they were beautiful. Yeah. I it's love an quilts amazing still. Thing, right? I, my mom actually, um, when I was younger, she and a friend, we made a, like three quilts, I think. One for her, one for her bed, one for my aunt, and then one for my grandmother, I believe. And I got to help. And my job was to iron the fabric. <laughs> Once it was sewn, <laughs> I got to iron the fabric. <laughs> so I got really good at ironing. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not good at I'm not good at sewing. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm really not good at it. But uh, but my mom's pretty good at it, and they were you know pretty decent quilts for being you know amateurs. Um, but like I said, you know uh, my my stepmom's quilt, and they have boxes and boxes and boxes and boxes and boxes of um, around the house. And you know her mother passed away last December, and she inherited a bunch of quilts because her mother was also an amazing quilter as well, and her sister um, is too. And so. There's actually a show in September that's going to highlight all three of their work as wow. kind of a tri tribute to the mom. Yeah. So it's going to be a big, it's a big deal. Mm -hmm. I yeah. would love you to get me a picture and maybe oh, yeah. with your approval, we could have that as the cover art for your episode. Oh yeah. That'd be great. I have no problem. I've taken a couple pictures. I can send them to you and you can use those. Not a problem. Yeah. Cause her work is beautiful. I mean, it's really stunning. Yeah, I would so, love that. Yeah, I um, yeah. know that there's a lot of history in quilts. Part of the history for the enslaved is they would leave messages or a compass in the quilts mm -hmm, to which mm -hmm. way would go north, south, east, west, and messages for each other. Yeah. And so that's one history of quilts. I just found that out probably about 15 years ago or so. And then I remember my grandmother making quilts and my mom mm -hmm. and I could sew a little bit because as a result of my mom doing that, but it's a lost art, but I still love it. Like you right? said. Yes. Yeah. It's amazing. And like I said, she's very, very talented. And when she was here, I took her to a, a quilting shop, a, you know, a local sewing shop, I should say. And their primary focus was the quilts on the walls and they had fabrics and all sorts of patterns and so she ended up bringing home a pattern she took home a pattern with her and uh, yeah we were sitting there and dad was dad was adorable he was kind of flirty with the the you know cashiers and the girls in the in the shop you know that's kind of his thing <laughs> he he does do that he he's not overtly you know inappropriate he just is very sweet and he laughs and jokes with them because he's been to probably every quilt shop 
in the country and at least in a certain path because when they drive that's you know when they take trips road trips that's what they do they're both retired so um, but we were talking and and he was talking about how you know the sewing machines are they're not cheap and they're quite an investment and i was quite surprised at how expensive they actually are so uh yeah but it's 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 an awesome thing that um you know that she does it's a great hobby but it's also i mean she makes money from it and like i said she's incredibly talented and her quilts are gorgeous and they're award-winning and like i said it's it's impressive i don't have that you know skill and um, I'm sure if we lived closer, I could, she would absolutely 100% teach me how to quilt. No problem. Yes. I think everybody can quilt if yeah. shown because right. it's from what grandmother and mom did was just, they'd take all the scrap pieces and then they'd sew them together. They'd mm -hmm. form these uh, patterns or cut them out and mm -hmm. they turned out beautifully and they would, oh, yeah. I don't know what they stuffed them with. Um, depends. I mean, I, I know with the quilt I've got, it's not actually stuffed with anything. It's just, um, it's got a backing to it, which has a slightly different pattern. Um, it's all solid, one solid backing piece, but the, you know, top of it is the individual squares and the squares are laid out in a pattern, which is really neat. It's, it's gorgeous. I'll show you, I'll send you the pictures, like I said, front and back, and you can see the intricate quilting pattern on it. So it's, it's pretty amazing. Sweet. It's, it, yeah, it's really what a really great gift. Right? I know. Yes. And, I, and, and it's funny because I've been told, you know, ever since, okay, now that you're part of the family, guess what? You're going to be getting quilts all the time. And I said, <laughs> bring them on. I don't have a problem with that. I know. <laughs> what, was, what was Jeff saying about all this? Jeff, Jeff was very sweet. He kind of took a back seat to everything so that I'd have a chance. I think even my stepmom did the same thing as they kind of allowed my dad and I to really get to know each other. Jeff had to work during the week. I took the week off, but Jeff had to work. And so he was with us in the evenings. And um, so it was just the three of us when we went and dad, you know, sat in the front seat with me and, and, and my stepmom was in the back and we did our little trips and we, you know, went all, all of our little places. And there were points where, you know, I let the two of them have some time to themselves, you know, kind of, I stayed stepped back so they could enjoy just, you know, being themselves. But then there were a lot of times where my stepmom kind of stepped back or stepped off to the side. And it was, you know, my dad and I, we had a chance to really, like I said, bond and get to know each other. So it was a, it was a really wonderful trip. And I was very sad to see them go. Um, I knew that, you know, they weren't going to be here forever. And I was kind of bummed because I really wanted them to spend more time. But, um, you know, we're planning another trip, possibly around Thanksgiving. Uh, it looks like that's when we'll be going to see them is in Thanksgiving. Okay. So, and what's their state? They live in Kansas. Kansas. That's right. You've told me. Yes. Before. Yes. So, so you're going to be going to Kansas. It looks like that's what's going to be happening. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And then you'll get to meet all of the other family. Oh. First, I mean, well, face to face, because like you said, you've been in touch with them. Well, some of them. Some. That's the fun part. I actually have already met one of my brothers. What? <laughs> it was a, it was, it was a planned thing, but uh, 
for at one point in time, I wasn't sure if it was going to happen, but it ended up happening is that my brother and sister-in-law came to visit. He had a conference in Washington, D.C. And since we're just a few hours from D.C., he said, um, would it be okay if we stopped in? And I'm like, of course it's okay if you stop in. So uh, right after 4th of July, they were here for a couple days and I wanted them here longer, but I know that their time was really limited. Um, they had um, two other family members they had to go visit because they haven't seen them in a long time. And so um, they stayed with us just for a couple days and we had a great time. It was fantastic. And I loved being able to like hug my brother, um, which was, yeah, it was amazing. Cause I mean, he and I have also older, done, is, he's younger. He's younger. He's yeah. He, he's seven and a half years younger than I am. Oh my so, yeah. so he's happy to have a big sister. He was so excited to have a big sister. And so we were talking one night, you know, the four of us and Jeff did take time off when they were here so that um, we could spend the whole day, you know, uh, the four of us. And um, <laughs> yeah, my, my sister, my sister-in-law, my brother are, are animals. I, and I mean that in the nicest possible way. They, it was hot and humid. It's July. It's, you know, kind of summer. So naturally it's going to be hot and humid. And it was extraordinarily hot and humid during that time. And um, <laughs> they would get up in the morning and when it was still sort of somewhat cooler than the middle of the day and not quite as humid, they would go for a run in my wow. neighborhood. Six miles. Whoa. <laughs> I was like, are you crazy? I don't want to go. I'm not running. There's nothing chasing me. I don't run. Wow. <laughs> but they did. Yeah. So they ran and uh, they they loved, you know, they're outdoors. They're extremely outdoors. They, li they live in Minnesota. So they're used to the outdoors and being outdoors all the time. So. Wow. They're. Fierce. Yeah. And they, they took, are... the, took the heat like a champ. Huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was kind of crazy. In fact, the second day. um my brother did not uh, run as long. He came home, he came back a little earlier than um, my sister-in-law did. She actually ended up running in a, an additional like half an hour. So yeah, he cut his time short. He was like, okay, I can't, <laughs> can't do this. Too hot. So, yeah. 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 It was too much, but yeah, it was really funny. So they, you know, they came back and, and then he, he would do the same thing that my dad did. And the second day I told him, I said, you know, you and I having this time in the morning, just the two of us sitting here talking and bonding and, and telling stories and sharing, you know, what's going on with each other. I said, this is exactly what happened when dad was here. And I said, wow. and I love that. I, you don't even know how much I love that. And so when we were done talking, that's when it was like, um, I said, I really want to come visit you guys. And I said, I'd love to come visit everybody else. And I was talking about going to visit during um, you know, next month when my stepmom's uh, quilt show is happening, I was thinking of just doing a quick weekend. I was trying to figure out if I could surprise her. And I thought, would that be okay? I asked them if that would be okay. And my sister-in-law looks at me, she goes, she goes, yeah, it'd be awesome. She goes, why don't you come for Thanksgiving? We're going to be down there with all the kids. My other brother and his wife and son would be there as well. And she said, why don't you come and join us for Thanksgiving? And I said, I would love to do that. Would that be okay? I don't want to just invite myself to Thanksgiving. Um, she goes, yeah. And she goes, well, wait, 
is your mom going to be upset? And I looked at her and I said, my mom can get upset all she wants. I said, she's had me for Thanksgiving for over 50 years. So I had no plans to go to California for Thanksgiving. So yeah, no, she can be upset all she wants. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't, she doesn't get to be, she doesn't have a right to be mad, but she is welcome to be mad if that's what she, if she, if that's how she feels. So I said, I, it's not a problem. Don't worry about it. And I said, I would like to, I would love to come. So I did talk to my dad about it the other day and we're starting to make plans to make that happen. So. Oh, good. Now I know yeah. you looked, looked to me from the pictures identical to your dad. What about oh, yeah. your brother? Do you look like your brother? I think there's definitely, yeah, I think there's definitely similarities that we have. um, We both have our face shape is very similar, though. I have a few extra pounds on my face than he does. Um, But we have a similar face shape and we get that from dad. Okay. Yeah. So it's very, you can definitely see it. And it was funny because he and my sister-in-law both talked about that. I look like my dad's sister, my aunt. Um, I have not met her yet. I mean, we were connected on Facebook, but, um, there's a few family members I haven't met. Um, I've not met my dad's brother. Um, we're not even connected on Facebook. He's, he's kind of, that's just him. That's not, it's not a personal thing. And I've been told don't take it personally. It's just, he doesn't, dad was kind of upset cause he didn't even call him on his birthday. So, um, he goes, he's my own brother and he doesn't even call me on my birthday. So yeah, he, that's <laughs> so just, he's that's just- how yeah, it's uncle. That's uncle Roger. That's how he is. <laughs> so I guess that's that. But, um, but, uh, I've been told that if I go visit, uh, my aunt, uh, expect to be, uh, taken in a helicopter because they own a helicopter business. They're very Ooh. well off. And so, yeah. So if we, if we end up going to visit her, uh, that, that is to be expected as we will be. Yeah. What an right outstanding yeah. story. Yeah. And the outstanding ending to a yeah. very perplexing, confusing, hurtful, uh, yeah. and traumatic experience. And mm-hmm. it has turned and blossomed into a butterfly. Oh, 100%. And I it was funny it. because, yeah. Oh, well, thank you. I, I did love it too. When my mother, um, when I was originally talking to her and she was, I was talking about the fact that I was going to keep in touch with them. She got very unhappy with me. She said, they're not going to be anything like you. They're going to be total opposite of you. You're not going to have anything in common with them or anything like that. And I thought, I don't think so. I've seen some of their Facebook posts and I'm pretty sure I'm going to be good with that. And so when I did get to know them, um, you know, I was a little hesitant at first with my brother because I, I wasn't sure, but honestly, our, our personalities, our likes, our dislikes are, you know, some things are very different. Obviously he's much more outdoorsy, much more athletic, but our political stances are the same. Our kind of, you know, spiritual aspect is very similar. I mean, it's fascinating to me how very similar we are. And they were, they were really cute um, pointing out, you know, oh, you're so much like Aunt Connie, or you're so much like dad, like this, you and dad are both you know, helpers, you like to help people. And, 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 you know, my sister-in-law is very thoughtful. She's, she's incredibly intelligent, beautiful girl. My, she's stunningly beautiful. And she was talking about the fact that, um, you know, she's, she's highly educated. And one of her things is she's looking at potentially doing like therapy type stuff. And so she was, you know, asking questions like a good therapist would do, which I thought was great. And um, 
so we were talking about the whole situation and and so at one point i just said you know how did people react have you told people and stuff and she laughed and she said oh you're gonna you're gonna laugh at this she said right after you guys first talked when you first reached out she said the next week jason was in a meeting at work and people were like oh what did you do this weekend and people are like oh I went here did this did that and they finally looked at him and said did you do anything fun he goes i found out i have a sister and they all just kind of went what (laughs) (laughs) he said he said they were all kind of like uh wait excuse me what and he explained the story and they were kind of like okay that yeah that's a yeah. weekend you right right <laughs> that's definitely definitely like I think you win I think you win this one because uh, nobody's gonna top that but it's funny too because when my dad and stepmom were here like I said we went to the farmer's market and one of the one of the stalls we went to was plants uh, my stepmom is uh, she's got a green thumb she loves planting stuff in the yard all the time and she's got, you know, some beautiful plants and things. And she wanted to get some really fun stuff that, you know, could potentially grow um, at their house. And so we were talking to the lady that was helping us out. And I forget how the conversation went. But at some point, it was like, oh, um, she, I think she asked, she saw that my dad was wearing a, a sweatshirt from the golf club where he works part time and where he plays a lot. And it's from Kansas, of course. And so she was like, oh, are you visiting? I mean, are you like, is this a, what, did you just move here? Or is it visiting? He goes, oh, no, no, we're visiting my daughter. And so she said, oh, that's great. So is this your first visit? He goes, yeah, it's the first time we're meeting. And she just kind of looked at him <laughs> and, and she looked at me. And, I, and of course we're smiling because we think it's hilarious. And she kind of looked at us and said, I'm sorry, it's your first time meeting. And so I had to tell her very quickly, yeah, two years ago, I found out that the man who raised me is not my biological father. He is. And she just kind of went, okay, is that a good thing? And I said, it's a great thing. So, you know, it's always, it's always fun. And so I was waiting for an opportunity for somebody to do it while my brother was here. They didn't, but you know, uh, I've told a few people and every time I tell them, I'm like, oh yeah, my brother's coming to visit. I did tell one of my neighbors. I told her a couple months before it actually happened. I said, oh yeah, my brother's coming to visit. She goes, oh, that's great. And I, I told another neighbor and I, she knew this whole story, but this other neighbor didn't know the story. And so she looked at me, she goes, oh, that's great. So, um, I said, yeah, first time in North Carolina, but also first time meeting. And she looked at me and she goes, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) So I had, she goes, wait, back up. What are we talking about here? So I had to tell her the whole story. And she was just like, absolutely like flabbergasted at, you know, the whole, it is a crazy story. I mean, even I sometimes like think, did I make this up? No, it's the truth. It's the, it's the honest to God truth. And so it's kind of fun to, it's, it is fun for me to mess with people's heads and watch their heads, heads explode a little bit when I say I've never met my, you know, and I still haven't met my other brother. I mean, we've texted, uh, actually not even texted. We have communicated through messenger. I have texted his wife, my sister-in-law, and I love her to pieces. She's amazing. And so I have, te- I have communicated quite a bit with my other brother and, He's a little bit more, 
he's a little more hesitant. reserved. Yeah, he's been a little bit more res- he's been a little bit more reserved. Although, ironically, it was uh, three or four weeks ago. Out of nowhere, he just like because I had you know messaged him. Originally, he messaged me out of the blue after I'd been talking to my sister-in-law. I was like, hey, say hi to him for me, blah, blah, blah. Because I don't have his phone number. I don't have any of this stuff. And I'm, you know, I've kind of hinted around. I'm going to have to just blatantly ask him for it so I can text him. But um, he, I'd said, hey, you know, just uh, say hi. And so he kind of said, hey, I'm really sorry. It's taken me a long time. I get really busy. This whole thing was a little bit kind of, you know, mind-blowing and I'm not really sure how to react to this and I said I get it I totally understand I I said look I I believe me I was super excited to find out I have brothers but I understand that there's like a lot of hesitation and just so you know here's a little bit about me here's what's going on and I kind of filled them in and so we we chatted back and forth a little bit and I thought okay well that's great and then I was hoping we would get another chance to chat a little bit, you know, more and that didn't, it kind of, you know, here and there. And so I just sent him a happy father's day message and he was like, Oh, thanks. And, you know, happy siblings day. I will, I just honestly thought it was fun national siblings day. So I said, Hey, I'm really glad you're my sibling. And so, you know, he responded back and it was really, it was really sweet. And so I, I just thought, okay, well, I'm going to probably be the one to like reach out. He'll respond and that'll be that. But a, about a month ago, he pinged me on Messenger out of the blue to let me know that he was, um, you know, hey, things are cool. I've been sorry, I've been busy, blah, blah, blah. But I just want you to know I'm going for this job, blah, blah, blah. I'm going for promotion. So it was just kind of like just chatting with me just out of nowhere. He chatted. So it was really nice. And so we've been kind of chatting back and forth and, um, and you know, it's a little more frequent and which is nice. Um, and so yeah, it's, it's, I'm slowly but surely winning him over. And so my, my thing was, you're going to come here and you're going to, you're going to be, you're going to get to know me. You're going to love me. You're going to be my best friend because we are birthday, because we are birthday twins. And so he's exactly nine years uh, younger than I am. So, so both your brothers are younger. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm the oldest. Yeah. Yeah. So in fact, I was, I was born, what was it? Four years Four years before my dad and stepmom even met. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, which I was grateful for because I thought, oh, Lord, I didn't want to be the product of an affair. I didn't want to have that burden because that would be incredibly awkward, which I think actually is part of the reason why my stepmom was so willing to accept me because, I mean, you know, it wasn't. Wasn't, wasn't an affair. Yeah, it wasn't an affair. I he didn't do anything wrong. He was, you know, it was a it was a thing. It happened, and it was well before he even met her. So and you know, he didn't even know. No, and he didn't exactly, and he didn't know. So it's not like he he shirked his duties or anything like that. That's not who he is. My dad is one of those people that's like, you know, he would he will step up to the plate and he will take care of things. He will make sure that things are, you know, the way they're supposed to be. And so, yeah. Um, Thank you for sharing with us and following up with us. We've all been waiting. And we also are so elated that your story turned out to be one that's positive, one that gives you closure, one that unites families rather than destroys families as it could. And like it wasn't as a result of an affair, but for those who are out there 
that are products of affairs. Our hearts go out to you and we wish you the best. And we also want you, if you're struggling with this, to join that Facebook group so that you can have support. What's the name of it again on Facebook? It is DNA NPE Gateway. Audience, there is a correction to the Facebook group name. It is NPE Friends hyphen gateway. It consists of 13 administration who vet you before joining the group of over 9,000 members. This is to protect identities and to protect your privacy. And I will leave the information in the comments. Okay, perfect. So check that out if you need to. And Colleen, it is a pleasure talking to you again, getting caught up. We're going to chat a little bit after the show is over because Colleen and I, uh, co-workers, ex-co-workers. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, it's some other stuff I want to ask her. I am so happy and elated that you came today to back to my show and gave the audience a follow-up. And any last words? Uh, any last words? Uh, yes. I encourage you, if you are going through this, um, definitely join the group. Um, talk to a therapist if you need to. And yeah, hopefully it all turns out really well for everybody else. Yes. And if not, it still will turn out okay because addressing our secrets is what this show is about. We hold on to the secrets. We bottle them up. And guess what? They're out of our control. Many of them we have no control over. And let me say this because we talk about secrets that are holding us hostage. There are also those who are perpetrators of the secrets. And so I admonish you that oftentimes, if you've done something wrong to someone, the first thing they want is an apology, is that I'm sorry for you to take accountability, for you to acknowledge you were wrong, to did them wrong. So also let's think about that also as well, because secrets are the demise of our society. Let's stop it. Let's stop letting secrets Hold us hostage. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. I'm JJ. You have been listening to We Are Not Our Secrets.